0: The Broadway Bulletin. For today's episode, we are going to stay on the off Broadway side of the theater, but with two highly anticipated musicals of this season.
1: The first one takes us up to the National Yiddish Theater's latest production, Harmony.
0: Hello, Barry Manilow. Welcome to the theater. This oh. is his show. Yeah, this is his oh, show. Okay. But what's funny is everyone's like, Barry Manilow wrote a musical and they're expecting his music, and it's nah. not. Um, The story is a really interesting one dealing with a German singing group during World War II, or leading up to World War II. Okay. Um, I can't remember their name. I should have written it down. Anyway. um, And... So
1: wait, this is based on a real group?
0: Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And so you've got them, you know, and we follow them back during that time. And then, like, the narrator is... The, the one surviving member who was the rabbi. He used to be a rabbi. Okay. And for me, it it was a slow start, and it was a slow cook to get started, but then when it started, like it... It's it, kind of like
1: popcorn. It took a minute, yeah. but once it started going, it started going.
0: The The opening number was, was about 20 minutes long, and it it was kind of the same song and lyric over and over, and I was like we can do a little bit and it gave us all like the backstory which was great but i was like this could be a shorter song and a scene
1: so what you're saying though is to keep in mind is this show is
0: still in workshop no this is a this is an off broadway production oh, okay so but there's well still... i think that might still be kind of a workshop but i mean that's the thing this is not the final Production. I think they're still working things out, which is fine. Okay. Um, but and this is my opinion, and you know how many shows I've put on,
1: so right. of course
0: I'm a, a, of a high mind to speak of this. Um, the one thing that I do want to give a send up to that that did make that opening number enjoyable, well, the whole show enjoyable. These guys could sing their butt off, and of course, show being harmony harmonized. Oh my god.
1: Singing melted your face off?
0: It it was amazing because being a singer myself singing on your own is great. Having to sing with two people okay, three people ooh, five people. Like, oh my gosh. So, um the costumes were a complete gem. From tuxedos to these beautiful 1930s and 20s Dress. Ah, so this is
1: right up your alley. Of yes. Kind of costume. And costume. These
0: beautiful pink curl wigs. Yeah. I was digging it. Uh, also, I love that the, the actor who played the narrator also doubled as like Einstein. And like he played all the other like side roles in that, if that makes sense. Yeah. He would walk on as these other guest roles that he was okay. playing, which was I was like, that's funny. You know. Um, so he played in both worlds. Which I, I appreciate it. I was like, that's funny. Like, this is his memory. And then he's like, Am I remember being Einstein kind of thing. Um, the orchestrations were also lovely and very balanced. Um, and the mixing there was great because the orchestra was like out in the audience on the side. Mm-hmm. It wasn't overpowering. of the. I, it was great. Like, good experience. Set was really simple and basic. Like, just mirrors in the back and then a few items that came on. But I think that's the space. Okay. So I'd be interested to see what a like truly full production looked like. The second act is certainly stronger than the first act. Okay. To me, that's where the more inciting action is because it deals more with the war. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, World War II will be more inciting than anything else. And it's horrible what happened. Um, I loved their ice front moment.
1: So, I think you need to explain their ice front moment.
0: Yeah, so Ice Front is a play uh, written about um, when Germany kind of took over Norway, when the Nazis took over Norway. Um, the Norwegians called their, their form of fighting or their protest was called the Ice Front. And what it was is the government said, you know, do if you have, you know, they laid out rules to protest Nazi occupation. And one of them was, if you absolutely have to perform work, you were to do the worst, slowest kind of like work ever. And it was part of the ice front is what they called it. So it's without raising a fist or shooting a gun or something, you Mm -hmm. were to kind of obstruct their their reign of terror, if you will. Well, they went to Denmark because they were so allowed to... Even though they had Jewish members to go and and do their show. And rather than doing this happy go lucky show, they did a show, a social commentary on Germany, where they were German puppets. And they were like, Yes, Germany is great. Germany's great, unless you're Jewish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, That's such an ice front moment. You're still doing your job, but you're all, I mean, it's a satirical moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, character of Ruth is so heartbreaking. She is the wife of. One of the, the... Members of the and band? it's just... Uh, so... So for me, despite the rough opening number, the end made perfect sense. The show turned it right around, and it was a huge win, so... Tickets for this show, playing at the National Yiddish Theater, are on sale through May 15th, 2022. This week's show, we head back to New World Stages for a fabulous new show, Americano. Hey! I
1: actually got to see this. Yes, month. you got to see the
0: show. All right, here we go. I loved it. This was another timely and incredibly important piece of theater and important story for me. It's beautiful. It was touching. It was. It, it hit all the marks for me. Um, The music was great. I already mentioned the story. Uh, The costumes were great. The dancing was great. Um, The set was awesome. Versatile. I love the hidden little um, symbolism there. Like as they were taking apart the house, Mm -hmm. an American flag appeared. Kind of in the back. Mm -hmm. Sound design was great. I mean...
1: See, I thoroughly enjoyed this show. I do think that there is some room for improvement um, just to make this a even more impactful show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's something I could go on and on about. Um, but I think at its bare bones on, you know, story, concept... Um, you know, sets, costumes, lights, everything, it hits all the marks. I think there's just a little bit of fine-tuning. It's the
0: book, I think. We both agreed. Like, there were just moments of dialogue that we were like, no, that doesn't fit. Or, no, that's not really what would be said. Well, or it didn't
1: come off as realistic. It came off like
0: after-school special.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so it was like, there's really good material here and there's a good story. It just needs to be tweaked. And whether that be in the book or in... The way it's portrayed,
0: it's hard to say. Oh, no, no, no! It's totally the book because it that that's what um, that's where the stakes are. There's this beautiful music. There's these heightened drama moments. There's all mm-hmm. this, but when the music ends and we have to keep the story going in the book, that's where we get these moments where like. No, that's not what they would do. That's not what they would say. you got to keep that energy going. Yeah, you got to keep those you stakes set, high. You,
1: yeah. I will say my absolute favorite character of the show was the father. Uh, yes. Was it Martin? I, I think is his I, name. I can't remember off the top but of my head. But I loved that actor. I think he did a brilliant job, and he loved his voice. It was definitely very much that, like, um, you know, oh, I can't remember what they're called – but in, you know, Hispanic culture where they're like the crooner, it's basically the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Mexican mm-hmm. version
0: of the crooner. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, it's so beautiful. I love the congressman because he reminded me of, uh, what's his name from the West Wing? Santo. De Santos. De Santos. De Santos. And I can't think of the actor's name. Uh, I can't remember Jimmy Smiths. Okay. And I was like, yes. But the thing that I loved is this show not only has a powerful message. Obviously, but a timely message and it shows the importance of a community and of a generation well, and all of this. That I'm like, guys, this is what's important. You can't put every, you can't put a group of people in a box mm-hmm. based on like their race or their ethnicity. Everyone is different and, and we,
1: Well, and what's important is having shows that document these things because yes. this is actually fairly recent history yes. that this has happened but the fact that we have a show about it also will help solidify the legitimacy of the dreamers
0: well, in America and 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 seeing this show when 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 we did and seeing a future show based on another event over 100 years ago, 150 years ago, you know, our countries kept people at bay.
1: With fear and... Well,
0: I'll just dive into it. During the Civil War, African Americans were not allowed to fight. Mm -hmm. We brought them here. We exploited them. They were slaves. But we wouldn't let them fight for the Union. And instead we drafted immigrants who came, white immigrants, whether they wanted to or not. Even though... These African-Americans wanted to fight. We wouldn't let them because they were colored. Well, flash forward to now, you have a lot of these young Mexican-Americans who want to fight for our country, but these dreamers, but we won't let them sign up to serve our country because they're not technically citizens and there's no easy path to citizenship for them. We are literally keeping out people from defending our country or serving our country Or or contributing or whatever 150 years later on the same grounds and it's like have you learned nothing from history and so not to get political but i love that there are two shows right now running a few blocks from each other that have similar messages and i'm like wake up there is a reason that this stuff is playing or being said so anyway to get ahead of ourselves (laughs) tickets for this show playing at new world stages are on sale through june 19th 2022 And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. I
1: almost said that. (laughs) Be sure to tune in to our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday.
0: So until next time, I am Andrew Cortez. And
1: I am Hope Bird.
0: Reminding you to turn off your cell phones.
1: Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on.
0: And keep talking about the theater.
1: In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe.
0: You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod.
1: And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories
0: at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by John Bartman and Billy Murray.